I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I feel like we haven't recorded in a long time. I was gone in Mexico. You were gone, and then we just kind of stack things, and we now stack we're back. them. We stack now we have them. a long work day. Yeah, we have a nice long, long. Good thing work we day. love each other. And then we go to Vegas next week. Yes, for work. For work. <laughs> not for not for not for fun. Well, we try to have fun while we're there. Or when I was in Mexico, I worked for like a quarter of the time, but I still had a lot of fun in Mexico. I know. Well, you had to because our book, which we'll, we'll talk about later, but ETA November. It's coming out, but we're going to have everyone stay pre-order tuned. soon. Yes, stay tuned. It's exciting. Labor of love. So, this episode is with Sarah Jury. It's not Jury and it's not Jure, it's Jury. I think, I think, and she's awesome. So this episode is about revenge porn, OnlyFans, and how to live your best life as a better human, perhaps with the profession of porn, which is what she found at age 40. She went through a whole bunch of trials and tribulations, some really challenging stuff, and now she is loving her life yeah, she on OnlyFans. She was a teacher mm-hmm. trying to make ends meet, mm-hmm. pretty much, what you'll learn. And revenge porn sucks, man. Fuck revenge porn. Yeah. Or just revenge in general. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of, of like, revenge. I mean, I, we can do like our own internal work with revenge, but in her story, we won't give away all the details but someone essentially tried to like ruin her life and now she's living the best life and she's there being like sometimes a dominatrix she planted the turd and made it fertilizer and the plant grew but i don't think she's doing scat play no she's okay. not i'm just saying the turd that was the revenge porn it's yeah. like that's some shit no she's awesome so, she's a badass i really wish we could have done this episode in person it's not going that direction yeah. damn it so we're going to scat play right now is this scat play time no, already okay I, I mean yeah well i mean if you're into it uh so yeah let's dive in are you ready for a sex question I, Ship- I am a 28-year-old penis owner, and I have a great marriage with my wife of eight years, except in the bedroom. I have a deep kink for pegging, but my wife is not into it. She did say that she's willing to try it, but nothing has happened, and I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to make her do something she doesn't want to do. Is there a way I can make this kink go away? I don't know what to do. Please help oh i know make I it go that. away i know and come on that's so that is really awesome that this penis owner is honoring both of like i'm assuming i, I don't know pronouns here but this penis owner is i think they're husband wife man woman okay so he's kind of trying to honor her but at the same time he's like what but so this is my thing. What should I do? I so, need this. So naturally, a lot of people are like, I need to get rid of my thing because they said everything's fantastic except for the bedroom thing. And they didn't say if it's like all these other bedroom things. It's just that there's this. And they said a deep kink that to me, when I hear that, I'm like, 
this is really important for you. If it's not just it's not just like I have an interest in trying this. It's this is like a really big part of me potentially that I really want to explore, experience or maybe even have as a regular part of my life. Your partner has, has said, you know, they're willing to try it, but doesn't sound like they're super into it. And then the conversation just ended and you don't want to be that person that's like, so how about pegging today? How about tomorrow? What about now? How about pegging? Uh, how about a harness? How about a dildo? What do well, you think? My thing is, and I know you have a lot to offer with this question and the question inside the question, which is what we're classically known it. for. Five million but questions. But it's like, questions. he said, nothing has happened and I don't want to bring it up after she said she's willing to try it because he doesn't want to make her do something she's not into. However, perhaps if you set the scene and prepped all the devices necessary, the strap on something that was sexy maybe, or felt good to put on, which you kind of need her involvement because she's going to be wearing the actual harness. But if you at least made the effort and if you did and still nothing happened, but you could set a whole scene and make it kind of fun and romantic and be like, look, we're going to try this and, and you can pull the plug whenever you're not into it, but I bought this and, and try it. And if you don't like this, we can find something else. And, and I think I'm going to like this dildo. And so I'm, curious as to if he actually set out the scene like that or if he just brought it up was like i really want to try pegging and she was like sure and then it was like yeah well and then thinking of the world of harnesses so one of our favorite brands is spare parts we love a lot of harness brands but spare parts has all these amazing harnesses that are made of bathing suit spandex material and they come in these different styles and some are more like underwear some are more utility looking and some are almost like lingerie so like the one the sasha harness or the bella by spare parts they have like the sasha has the the, the fringe on the side and you oh can it's get it, like, like you can kind of like, tie it yeah right? like, or like it's all like, you can like shorten up a little yeah. bit and, and then even has like the the booty part where it like accentuates your booty or the bella has a little booty people and has some lace on it but you're putting a dildo in it and so i think that people can find Find ways to do some sort of strap-on harness play where it's not just this utility, util, not utilitarian, but like this experience where you're putting on this device. You know, you can make it a sexy experience that might even feel, I don't know if she wants to feel more femme, but a little more femme while she's penetrating and her it, partner. It can be powerful. Totally. It can be a total power move. And it, if she doesn't want to be in the power state, you could still play like, okay. Well, what if, so what if she wore the harness and in the way in a harness that felt really good for her for her feeling sexy in it with a dildo and then he he's the one then writing it I don't know like I mean I think in, in pegging a lot of it is like you kind of want to get fucked because you're, you're getting pegged and it's so pegging if you all don't know that's generally speaking a penis owning individual being penetrated anally by a vulva owning person but I'm, I don't know if pegging has to always happen in this way where the person with the the asshole that's being penetrated is the receiver and they're not doing the doing and so maybe it could be swapped where they're writing on top of the vulva owning person wearing the strap on and do it they're doing more of the work so that's one option another thing which i think we talked about in the last episode or the episode before that in the intro is you know hiring 
someone outside to satisfy these needs. And you can do that in the more gentle way where it's a cam worker. So there's someone who is on camera that you're paying and they're telling you to take a dildo and put it in your ass and pretend and or imagine that they're fucking you in your ass and you're just on camera. And you can do that in a way that's consensual and ethical where your partner knows as long as they're okay with it. You can hire sex workers. You can watch porn that shows this and just, you know, maybe tap into that as an experience with your partner there's other ways to play with it i'm also so obviously pegging is its own thing right this is originally dan savage coined Mm -hmm. this term in 2001 and but the whole element of pegging the theory is not the theory the the um the description of it has been around since the 1700s yeah i think a lot of penis owners have wanted to be penetrated in their asses either by themselves or by another person or vulva owner right So if if for some reason there's a lack of comfort on your partner's side with having you explore the the sex worker route or the cam whatever whatever that looks like after you discuss it if you feel comfortable enough to to bring it up i'm wondering if maybe you could try some butt toys that you could just use and or if it's really the attachment and that's okay to having your partner or someone peg you. So maybe an exploration, a deeper exploration is necessary because perhaps you could get something that is erotic and and feels really good to you out of whether, I mean, sometimes solo play can bring out those things, but But So what if, what if the penis owner is having some sort of sexual engagement with their vulva owning partner. So they, so we're using he and he and her in this one. So he's engaging with her. Maybe she's sucking his cock. Maybe she's rubbing his cock. Maybe he's actually inside of her with his cock. And then Either she just takes a dildo or butt plug and is using it on his ass at the same time, but there's no harness involved, or he's using his own hand and doing that at the same time, and they're still engaging. So there is, I guess the question would be, what about pegging feels hottest to you? Is it having another person actually fucking you in your ass? And is it about that person being in person? you know, like live and them being your wife or a vulva owning person, or can it just be an exploration that has similar physical experiences, but doesn't actually have the same ideal experience of what that might look like when it's two bodies of vulva and a penis owner doing pegging. That could also be really fun to explore. I kind of want to try it. On your own (laughs) and with your partner to, to figure out what exactly feels the best with you with anal play because yeah. you could also get a dildo that suctions to a smooth and then surface. you just fuck it and you just yeah. fuck it and be like hey you don't have to do anything yeah. or you could do whatever you want and this is let's try this because oh in the shower oh my god yeah. yeah like the um the fun factory magnum that's a that's good one I'm, totally you suction that thing to the shower wall and then you just back that ass up into it there's also the double-ended dildo that actually again fun factory mm-hmm. makes that you could so it's designed so it could be I worked with this company for a very long time, so I know this toy really well. And I read so many great reviews and I've also used it. It's the share. So you put the, it looks like, I hate this reference, but this is all I, like a gun, but like turned upside it down. It does look like a so, but it doesn't sex toy actually, gun. Yeah. But it like, so you would put one of the parts that would it's be. It's like the smaller, more like a bulb part inside yes. of the vulva. So you put that vaginal in the, canal. you put that in the vagina and then you could penetrate someone. You kind of have to hold it up, but without a harness. Yeah. Uh, and it actually, because your pelvic floor can clench around it while you're penetrating someone. The you vulva can, owner can get some play. 
Exactly. So you could try something like that. All of these things, purepleasureshop.com. You can find harnesses, dildos. All these ones. Fun Factory, Spare Parts, all the brands we're talking about are all there. But you should also probably get... Not to should, but some different sizes because as the receiver, you're not going to know what you like. Start, you, sm- start small. small. Start small. Yeah, That's right. Well, the, we've talked about the double-sided ones. The Share Vibe is great because yeah. it's a little on the smaller side, has the vibrator, spare parts, has all kinds of harnesses, again, and they can fit almost all of these dildos in there. And you could, like April was saying, you can make it a really fun, sexy exploration where it's not just about you wanting to be pegged. It could also be about, well, what would turn her on too in the experience or also get her off in the experience while you're doing this and how hot is that if your partner was like yo i really like this but i really want to do this with you so i would be so amped if my partner came to me and was open about this piece of themselves and then also wanted to explore it to learn more about themselves i don't that for me that would be incredible and that's more intimacy more connection which is sort of there th- this person asking the question said eight years of marriage and that could just even ignite you to 10 more years. And the thing that we must not forget to speak on to is the last thing you said. Can I make this kink go away? Please oh, yeah. don't try to make your kink go away. Uh, it's a, as long as it's a consensual kink. This in you're feeling like this is a really deep part of you. This is it's not your job to get rid of this part of you. This is uh, this is in you, and this is important to you. Unless you don't think it's important to you, then that's a different story. But it's not your job to say this thing needs to go away so I can make my marriage work. There's other ways to figure out how to potentially have this in your life with your partner, hopefully. And if not, then you know then that would go to this other option of is this the partnership for you, depending on how important that is. But please don't shame yourself. Thinking that your kink is too much and that you need to, to shift that part of you. It's a great question. And yeah, I love yeah, this question. Really. And if you all are looking for the toys, like April said, purepleasureshop.com, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX, you get 15% off and you can make it a fun exploration where you both go there online and say, hmm, that looks fun. That doesn't look fun. I like that one. Let's try this one. It's a new jingle, purepleasureshop.com. Feel that vibe in your butt. In your clitoris. Well, I guess you can feel that dildo in your butt. Maybe it vibrates, though. And your clitoris. No, in the butt. For but this it question. must be anal safe. We're going to work on this jingle, everyone. So come tune in next week. Well, <laughs> All right. Someday. Are you ready for a bio? Yes. Sarah Jaree is living her best life in her early 40s. After her 13-year marriage ended, she found herself as a single mom living in a poverty cycle as a teacher. Her hard work failed to get her out of the poverty cycle, so she created an OnlyFans account and ultimately lost her teaching job. Her story quickly became national and international news and was on Vice Media, New York Post, Daily Star, and so many more channels. Now she is manifesting her most beautiful self by reclaiming her body and sexual energy while empowering women to do the same. To learn more, visit sarahjury.com. And that's Sarah with an H, y'all. All right, everyone, it is episode time, interview time, and we are here with Sarah Jury. I said it right, right? Yes, <laughs> Jury. Sure did. I have to do the finger for it. If you're watching us on uh, YouTube, you can see me do Jury. And we are here to talk about revenge porn, OnlyFans, changing your entire life in a beautiful way, but also a painful way, where at 41, you can live 
your best life. Uh, and we're very excited to hear about this. If y'all don't know what OnlyFans is, we'll learn more about OnlyFans here. It's a really wonderful avenue for people to create their own business through sexuality, through erotic imagery, pornography, all kinds of things. So we love to start the podcast with the same prompt, Sarah Jury. Can you please tell us how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality? Yes, I actually have an interesting story because I was the teacher that you might have heard about in the news that was fired for having an OnlyFans page. And so sort of all happened very quickly in a shock. My story went viral. So lots of people know of me from different articles, but they don't necessarily know the whole story. So I'm excited to be here and talk about that. Uh, we're really excited to have you here and talk about that. And pre this recording, you just have some really powerful, like, Juji Juri to share <laughs> with us about how you took your power back, even in the midst of all this bullshit. So we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, I'm really excited to hear the whole story because we just had some some little tidbits that were quite exciting to hear. And the way you, I feel like, speak to folks out there, no matter where they're coming from, is 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 going to be worth listening. So thank you for being here. So it, it comes down to okay, you had an OnlyFans page, and then you were outed for doing OnlyFans because someone started distributing revenge porn, da, which da, da. if you don't know about it, I'm sure you'll talk a little bit about that. And then you were fired from your teaching job, which you loved. So can you talk about this a little bit and also share what this experience was like? Yes. Oh my gosh. There's so much to all of this. So back in last spring, early summer, there was a casual conversation in the office with my coworker and boss about sex work. And my coworker comes in and she said, hey, my husband went out of town and for a bachelor party and they hired a stripper. And the stripper asked for $600 just to show up to the party. That's not tips or anything. And so we're sitting there as teachers, you know, and I'm a single mom. I've been struggling financially. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And my coworker joked. She said, yeah, I think I'm going to start an OnlyFans page. But I might have my husband do it first because gay men love him. And so we kind of chuckled at that. And then my boss said, yeah, you both should start an OnlyFans page and you should sell your panties on OnlyFans. Men love panties and you would make a ton of money selling panties. Well, in my mind, my like wheels were turning because at this point, I had five side hustles that I was doing. I was uh, doing group exercise, keto coaching, reading, tutoring, sublimation company, teeth whitening, like you pick a side hustle and I was like working it. And right around this same time, a local friend on Facebook, who's about my age, I'm 41, had posted that she had started a page and she had made $10,000 that month on the page. So the conversation with my boss happened my very last day of summer camps, right before I had a month off of work. So my idea was to start my page, test it out for the month of July and see, am I able to make any money? Is this a viable option for me? And I've been on dating sites a long time. So some people say like, was it hard to start an OnlyFans page? I'm like, no, I've been, do you know how many dick pics I've seen? Like in the <laughs> last five years, like, no, uh, 
I've participated in the dating culture, sending nudes and, and sexy FaceTime chats and sexting, all that stuff. So at, originally, I was just sending nudes. I started a page. I would put them behind a paywall. Well, after that conversation with my boss, I started promoting my page. And this, because I'm in Indiana, which is a very conservative state, in my local city, there is this extreme right-wing blogger who found out that I was a teacher with an OnlyFans page. He went to my page, stole, purchased, and then stole my nude photos uh, that were behind a paywall. He sent them to my employer. He distributed them without my consent all over Facebook, all over Twitter. And from the day my boss told me to start an OnlyFans to the day I was terminated was four days. Wow. wow. So your, your, your boss actually said you should start one, but then, or, or do this. And yeah. then because teachers don't make enough money. P.S. Like that's, that's why you had to have critical. five hustles. And what the fuck? It's not like you're targeting children or something. It's like people that can go to the, that, that sucks, man. That sucks. And re so revenge. Yeah. So uh, revenge porn, porn is so interesting to me yeah. that, that like, so, so because this is, so this per what was this person's intention? Yeah. They were what? just angry. They wanna, wanted like, to like stir things up. Cleanse the no, town he, of any wrongdoing. His, his blog literally focuses on trying to get people in the community fired. So like oh. after he got me fired, Great he found a, yeah, he found a gay band teacher at the high school, tried getting him fired. So he really targets For being like, gay. Oh my God. What yes. the fuck? How does this guy have any clout anywhere? Thank you. I, I've been trying to get him shut down. Like, I'm not done with this yet, you know, like, but it's crazy because I look at this and I look at like the toxicity of all of this. And even like going back to, to revenge porn, I only had my page a couple of weeks before I got fired. I wasn't making money. I barely knew how to send a mass DM. I was only selling nudes at the time. And like you said, like I didn't do it at work. This was off the clock. This was in the privacy of my own home. This was on a subscription site. So you have to be an adult. You have to attach a credit card. And people were requesting my photos behind a paywall. So everything's consensual. Everything's with adults. What were the terms of the, what, what, why, what were the grounds for the termination? What, what did they say? It's just not working out anymore. Or you have an OnlyFans page and we can't have you here. Yeah, it was OnlyFans, you know, and also they had gotten pressure from the blogger about writing the story about me. And, you know, in the termination letter where it says, that I did this without the consent of the director. That's not true. I did it with the encouragement of the director. And it still bothers me that he still has his job and I don't have mine. But I do have a meeting with the EEOC next month. And uh, there is some, you know, sexual harassment issues that I'm going to bring up about my employment there because I was actually a civilian teacher at a military facility. So you can only imagine <laughs> what I kind of went through the last six years as far as that culture goes. So, you know, I feel like people should not count me out because my story is not over yet. And as a woman, I feel like there's some real accountability that needs to happen for these men, especially when it goes to the revenge porn. I feel like that is 
the latest way uh, that men try to weaponize a woman's body and sexuality against her by using technology. You know, it's like you go on a dating site, you get inundated with dick pics. That's part of our culture. Men don't get fired for that. That's accepted. But my body's pornographic because it's female. Hold on. (laughs) I got a major issue with this. I'm curious to how this all, I mean, I have a major issue with all this as well. So, and it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's out of balance. And I'm curious how this really affected your life. Like when this all happened, you get fired, you have an OnlyFans page that you already started and we, well, cause you already started right. When you got at this point, yeah, a right? couple weeks. Yep. So then, so was get, it like naughty teacher themed? I'm sorry. I know. I'm so curious. Because when I first started, I thought I was going to be in the MILF category, which is a great category, by the way, as a, as a mature woman, younger men love that fantasy. But then after I kind of went viral for the teacher thing, I got flooded with these men that have this teacher kink and teacher fantasy. And I love it. Like, come to me. I'll be your MILF. I'll be your teacher fantasy. Like, yeah, that's I mean, that's hot. I'm I'm I'm, I'm in the I love MILF porn. Um, and I'm I like uh, teacher uh, students. I'm like, well, I'm I identify mostly as heterosexual, but uh, I loved MILF porn when I wasn't like when I didn't know what I even liked. I loved watching milk yes. porn when I was like at, in my 20s and even my teens when, and the Internet was available. So is milk porn like 40 and up? How do I don't, you don't know how old they are. You have no idea. It's just and I don't know what made them milfs. I didn't see yeah. that they were actually legitimate mothers. Well, yeah, I just I, knew that they were it was sold as that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, was saying, I think yeah. it's just the idea of this mature woman who like knows what they want. They've been around sexually and they will like dominate you. Like I will I will straight up dominate you, but I think like every woman is bi-curious or bisexual because I'm sorry, like women are gorgeous, you know, (laughs) you know, it's just like their bodies and titties and it's just like, it's sexy. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I ended up with the teacher. You know, now I really play it up with like the teacher costume. I have a little decorating report card (laughs) that (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That I do on my page, but Prior to me embracing it and being playful with it, it was traumatizing. It really broke my heart. And there's probably a 50-50 split as far as the general public with my particular story. They either are like super supportive or they are deeply triggered. And so that was difficult because one of the things I had to learn right away was do not read comments about yourself because it will break your heart. And then even the headlines that were written about me were so scandalous. It was like pure clickbait. And even I would read them and be like, oh my gosh, she did what? You know, so for months and months, you know, I really struggled with depression. I struggled with some suicidal thoughts, honestly. It was heartbreaking. I've never been through something so scary, so traumatic, getting thrust into the media. And I think even being a victim of revenge porn, you know, that really is something that I want to do more advocating on because I feel like it's so dangerous. It's not in the taking nude photos. 
It was in this man's disrespect of posting them without my consent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When consent goes that far, right? We think of consent. It's just like, I can't touch you until I get permission. But yes. it's also our private information. And I guess people will be like, well, that's not private, right? But people have to you know, log in, have an account, pay for it. And we're huge advocates for sex workers and uh, porn performers because this is their work. And, you know, if they're really choosing it, like, I mean, you seem really stoked on your work, which brings me to... <laughs> Another question on that yeah. piece. Um, but actually, I have a question before the question. Yes, yes. So was part of the whole thing of feeling like, you know, depressed and, and you said suicidal, too. I'm so sorry you went through yes. all of this. Was it like, you, would you feel like you couldn't show your face in your community oh, and like be out yes. in public? Shame. Yeah. Yes, for sure. It was, you know, being in this very conservative community and I'm in a small town. So it made me paranoid. And I have you know, young kids who are in elementary school, they were actually supposed to come to my program this year and be in mommy's class, you know, as a teacher. And that was really heartbreaking. I had to tell my kids and it gave me this paranoia of like, who knows, who doesn't know, is there, are there any safe places that I can go and just process this and work through the trauma? that I went through, you know, it was a lot. It really, my whole life did a, a complete 180 and I wasn't expecting it. You know, it wasn't like I planned to go viral or, you know, I was just trying to sell some nudes on the side for gas money. Okay. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Some food and gas money feed yourself and your children. That's I mean, it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And again, you're actively choosing that, but we live in a society that's like, oh, now our sex work. I mean, again, not over here. We're in California. It's a little different, yeah. but I mean, we're in Santa Cruz, California. You go like, you know, our inland people have a different perspective. So what's up, shameless sex fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also, let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's or, my happily ever after, yeah, where's Amy? My yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, mm -hmm. Me too. Mm -hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the, the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. If you, you want, want it, hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> are you ready for the Unleashed Tour where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. 
Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. I don't personally, do you know a lot about OnlyFans, April? I don't have a lot of experience I with know. it. I yeah. have deep respect for what it's helping folks create on their own. So uh, yeah, I would love more info about that as well. Yeah, what is it yeah, like being on OnlyFans? Yeah. I know. It's like, and truthfully, before I got on the platform, I had no idea I'd heard of it. I knew people could make a lot of money on it, but I had no idea what it was really. Um, so essentially it's a subscription platform uh, and it's set up very similar to Facebook as far as you have your feed and then you have DM messages and on your feed, you just post your stuff. You can post videos. You can, it could be sexual. It could not be sexual. It's really up to you, which is the beauty of the platform because the power is all uh, housed with the creator. You get to decide what you're comfortable with consenting to. And so you post your stuff on the feed, but I think the reason people like it, the fans like it is that they have this personal and direct access to the models. So you can, you DM with your fans, you get to know them, you share pictures. And it really is interesting because one of the other uh, layers to my story that a lot of people don't realize is that when I started my OnlyFans page, I was celibate. I had been celibate for a couple years because as a single woman, I got very tired of the hookup culture on the dating sites. You know, I've always been like, had that heart for true love and a heart and soul connection. And after my divorce, that was truly like all I really longed for. And then when I just kept running into all of these experiences, feeling like I was being treated like a sexual consumable on dating sites, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start investing in myself. I lost a lot of weight. I started doing all of these side hustles. I was feeling really good about myself. And, you know, that's one of the things I love about the OnlyFans platform is that because it's transactional. There's no manipulation. Like everyone knows why we're here. I consent here that, you know, we're going to have fun. And it's given me this like safe and beautiful container to like heal my own sexual trauma, work through my own sexual sexuality, explore kinks, test things out, learn about things, um, you know, and I feel like this virtual world of online sex really can do a lot of good for people as far as like healing or testing things out or trying things, but doing it in a virtual way to test the waters. Like there's so many beautiful things about the, the platform. And, and truthfully, as a woman, 
I feel like the platform is really revolutionary because it's the first platform that allows women to monetize their sexuality um, and the money goes straight to the content creator. And you can come up with whatever content that you want. So this is a way to empower who, whoever. And this is not gendered. Anybody can have yes. an OnlyFans account, whether what you're a vulva owner, penis owner, or any bits in between. Yeah. You can you can have an OnlyFans page. And I don't know how the traffic is driven. That's probably a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. However, you can creatively inspire your fans to direct you as well. Is that like so? How, this this is the thing. How you yeah. you told us before that your fans and your followers, um, which I'm assuming are similar base, but they help, they've helped you heal your sexuality. Um, does this mean that you're, well, just explain more about this. Yeah, sure. So like I said, like I was celibate for a long time. And so now all of a sudden I'm like thrust on the OnlyFans. I need to figure this out. You need to become a content creator. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, you know? And so just like slowly, but surely over time, even I have been testing things like, you know, I realized one of my kinks is voyeurism. Uh, which is probably why I liked that idea of OnlyFans and sharing my nudes, probably, you know, kind of I, resonated with I love with voyeurism. Me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same. Who doesn't yeah. want to look? Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> But even that, it's like I started using toys and I've been experimenting with toys, which has been amazing. And I can't believe I didn't do this earlier in my life. So you life. just started, you just were introduced. As, so how long? Because you said you're 41. So how yeah. long ago was this? Like when I started OnlyFans was when I really started, like I got a vibrator. I got because I needed to make content. And wh- how know? long ago was that? Because I think like I missed six months. Oh, oh shit. Wow. This, this is 2023. Happened. And this is we're recording this in. February, end of February, 2023. So this is six months ago. So 2022 is the first time. Holy guacamole. And I just got a new, so this um, sex toy company reached out to me on Instagram and they were like, hey, if we send you three toys, will you test them out and review them? And I was like, yes. So I just tried this little rose. It's my favorite. Like It's the suctions, right? It's the suction. And then it has like a little... um, I don't know, dildo or whatever that goes up inside. So you a, a get wobbly like, will blow blue girl. <laughs> yeah, it goes like You can call it whatever you want. Well, not we we don't know the name either. I like your yeah. version. April is nice. <laughs> oh, we'll blue, 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 blue. Yeah. But uh yeah, so I've been doing that, trying that out. They have I'm gonna like, have to send you some things, Sarah. Yeah. Would you please? Uh yeah. yes. And you don't have to do whatever, but I'd love to know your You can do what you want. Feedback. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, no, I love right. it. And it, so this is like all new and exciting stuff. And I was actually on the Dr. Phil show with two other teachers who are now on the OnlyFans platform. And one of them, they're both amazing, but one of them I became close friends with. So in December, I actually flew out to LA to her home and I did my first girl, girl content with her. Yeah. I didn't even know how Dr. Phil is still around. I love that dude. He's been around forever. This okay. was his last season, yeah. Okay, because yeah. he that's like he's gotta be on the air for like 25 years. He's like I remember, seven, he's 72. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea, but I was like, holy shit, Dr. Phil still I'm incredibly thankful that you were on there and now you're doing girl on girl content. And that's why we love, you know, all of these platforms that, that are inspiring people. So hopefully your fans and your followers will keep inspiring you to do more. Yes. Yeah, well, 
Yes, I do. I like, I keep like testing the water. I'm probably like slower at stuff than they want me to be. But again, like that's the beauty with me. Like people get to watch my journey in real time. They get to watch me explore. They get to watch me get more comfortable with myself. And, you know, one of the other things that I love the OnlyFans platform for is like anyone can be a model on there. So if you think you're beautiful, if you think you're sexy, go ahead and you can be an OnlyFans model. And I think for me being 41, I was like overweight most of my adult life. I have recently like reclaimed my body, got into fitness, lost a lot of weight And I love that I get to redefine these beauty standards. You know, it's like I'm older, I'm five foot two, I have these big hips, I have cellulite and stretch marks and scars and still sexy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? I love that. You're a fucking human being. You're not a robot. We're going to have all the things. Those are the beautiful parts of us. Yeah. So you're feeling at 41 that this is like your ultimate sexual self right now. After all of this, after depression and feeling suicidal and you're like completely changing, you're actually feeling in this, this beauty. Like it all obviously led to this, this place that you're in now. But this is like, oh my God, I, I here I am. I'm here. And this is beautiful. It's like here was the permission to show up and be whoever the fuck I want to be and do whatever the fuck I want to do. And nobody's going to tell me otherwise, you know? And so it was like that blogger who outed me. Okay. Well, a lot of people on OnlyFans, you know, they don't come out with their page. They like stay in the closet with it because they're afraid of the shame. They're afraid of what their family's going to say. Not me on my Facebook page. I'm an OnlyFans model. I get to promote myself. And so, you know, in this weird way, it was almost like, I mean, stepping into my power, stepping into really owning my divine feminine energy in a totally new and different way and standing my ground and saying Mm -hmm. like the journalist who wrote these stories about me, like I'm the storyteller. I write the ending of my story. I define who I am. And I think that really goes back to like reputation versus character where it's like reputation is who people think you are, but character is like who, you know, who you are on the inside. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm blessed and unstoppable. And that's all anybody needs to know about me. Mm, oh my god can we hang out with you in person sometimes yeah if i had children i'd be stoked to have you teach them especially if they're young humans that want to be inspired and empowered to do something with their lives it's not like you don't have to this is all really good information i'm just like i thank you i'm inspired yeah and i loved being a teacher my classroom was so positive and the tragedy in the whole thing is like there are kids who are never going to have me as a teacher and I actually ran into a parent right when this had first happened I took my kids to this like slide the hill event uh like a water slide thing and this parent came up to me and she said with her daughter and she knew and she was like listen I know and I just like start crying and she said Uh, Her daughter had just been in my summer camp like the week before. And she was like, my daughter adored you. You Mm. were her favorite teacher. And she said, that's all I need to know about you. Mm. And so she said, you have our support. Mm. And yeah, it did. I'm like crying. And it just (laughs) it meant so much, especially for the people who were like treating me like I couldn't be around children or my 20 year teaching career meant nothing, you know, and I was like, 
whoa, I was clocked out. Mm-hmm. I was off the clock and nobody had a problem with me being on dating sites. And those are worse. You know, that's the thing that blows my mind is like, if I had been hooking up with, you know, 20 men a month and bringing them around my kids and having sex in person, which I don't care if people do that, that's their business, but I'd still have my job. Mm. But being celibate on OnlyFans and selling nudes, that was it. That was the kicker. Uh, you know, but I think it really goes back to this idea that the dating sites and the behaviors on them are socially and morally acceptable. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared uh, what I was doing on Tinder, right? People really cared when I found a way to monetize it. Mm. And that's what I have a problem with because the monetization was where I found my power and took my power back. And that's why, you know, I got a problem with the people that got a problem with me. Okay. Yeah. Time for a quick break to talk about our hands down favorite lube, who also happens to be a sponsor, UberLube. UberLube is luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances intimacy. And I actually want it all over my body, y'all. I'm not joking. It's long lasting and it leaves my skin feeling really velvety, almost silky. And it has no flavor or scent. And April, I've heard you say this great for oral sex. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they happen to have thousands of doctors and therapists in the U.S. alone recommending UberLube to their patients for various reasons, including it feels amazing on the skin. It's highly body friendly. It's less likely to change the pH and that vitamin E leaves the skin feeling nice and moisturized. UberLube is not just for sex. It's for massage. You can use it for your hair frizzies, for buffing up your tattoos, and it even prevents chafing. It comes in this gorgeous glass bottle that I love. So the aesthetics are beautiful. It has this easy pump top. You're going to love it. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it shamelessly on your nightstand. Just go to uberlube.com and use discount code shameless to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code shameless for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by omgs.com. I've been recommending omgs to my clients for years now, and it's completely changed their lives, including that of my own. Omgs utilizes scientific research of real vulvas showing techniques to pleasure the pussy. And then they turn the research into tasteful, educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. And here's the thing. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Hey, vulva owners, want to transform your own orgasms from good to out of this world? Or vulva admirers, want to up your pussy pleasure skills? Well, you gotta check OMGS out now. OMGS studied more than 20,000 people of all ages from 18 to 95. There are three seasons, this is not a subscription service, and you don't need to download anything. There's external pleasure, internal pleasure, and a season all about sex toys. Your purchase helps fund more research, and it's an incredible gift. Go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com slash shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. Well, it's such it's like, you know, in my opinion, everyone's this is my opinion, but like old school thinking that to me kind of comes down to some, I don't know, some ideas from religion and various approaches to, to sex work being something that is wrong or bad. But like, what is the fucking difference from be like being you actively choosing an empowered way to be naked and sell your content yes. or 
to be a model wearing, I don't know, just a dress online or some nice jeans and make money off of that. That's okay. Wait, but your yes. boobs are out. So, or like you're wearing lingerie. Oh, fuck. And I've partied really hard with some teachers before. <laughs> They're Let me just say, like, they're motherfucking wild. And I'm like, I like, like, they just got wild. They yeah. are. And, and is anybody monitoring producer. that? Are they like getting like, I'm like, y'all definitely don't get drug tested before you go back in, huh? <laughs> um, not that that's you, but I'm just saying like, no one's monitoring that stuff. And you could be out belligerent at a concert and you're like teaching second graders, but you're sex is on your own oh, time no. in a summer. You're sharing photos that could be considered your art, if I do say so myself. Yeah. And that's not okay why what's the statue of like the uh, is it in italy i mean I, I don't know it but there's like the naked dude with the, like the, like a little fountain or i don't know the, like, I mean, oh, like with his, with his cap. Or yeah like be a what whoever it is yeah. people have been posing with naked the yeah and doing naked things all the time and yeah. there might even be sexual maybe you took sex out of it but yeah it's so yeah okay everyone anyways that's yeah the renaissance era painted a lot of folks naked yeah. i mean n- nude n- uh we're both naked hello yeah. it's my birthday sue okay I'm like, <laughs> this is a thing in, in parts of europe like if this is happening in other parts of the world or if this is strictly the conservative regions of the united states or yeah. other other areas i i that's what it's, i wonder is so. only fans global or is it just in the u.s yes it's it's actually okay. i don't know if it's hosted or created out of england is where the OnlyFans platform itself okay, is hosted, or yeah, yeah, stems from. Uh, but it's just it's so crazy, and I think living in this conservative part of the country that is like hyper religious, they shame, they suppress, they repress. They're very like pro life, but they don't want to give teenagers condoms and and birth control to prevent anything. They don't want to actually educate people about their bodies or sex. And, but they want to shame the women walking to the abortion clinic. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's so ass backwards. And it's funny because one of my fans lives locally. And I said to him, how did you hear about me? He said, oh, I heard from that conservative blogger who was on this conservative radio show and they were talking about you in the community. I said, oh yeah. He said, yeah. I said, I love it when their fans become my fans. And I'll tell you what, that man listening to that conservative radio show, he's a freak. (laughs) He wants a dominatrix, baby. Yeah. (laughs) So people are so hypocritical and that's mm-hmm. what's getting me is like you know they say one thing they do something else any press is good press sarah yeah i know I'm like hey just just make sure they spell my name right yeah you're <laughs> like i got fans from this one a lot of people like to judge what what is like a mirror of themselves right like yes. i see this thing that is i'm judging that yes. because i'm uncomfortable with that within myself and that's not all reasons why people are, are judging other people are uncomfortable with things there's so many like deeply rooted reasons behind that but i mean it that's is. a huge thing or like homophobia that's that's another huge thing for, for people to, to judge heavily. So I'm curious, you already shared some of this, yes. but what is your favorite thing you love about your job in OnlyFans? Like if you could choose like one or two, like what is, I mean, you, you shared so many wonderful yes. benefits, but like, what is your favorite thing? You know what? I will, I will say honestly that my fans on the platform are the nicest, the kindest, like the most supportive when I talk about like this healing for myself, it comes from that too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I have my own traumas with men, even at my last job that I was fired from as a teacher, one of the soldiers like stalked and harassed me. I had to get a protective order against him. So I have all these like 
issues with men. And, you know, here I am on this platform and people will say to me like, oh, I bet you get treated so poorly there. And I'm like, no, this is the first time in my life that I'm being treated respectfully. I am, you know, people, I'm consenting to what I'm doing. People are supportive. They're, they're kind. They're rooting for me in this situation. You know, I would say my fans are my favorite part and the most unexpected blessing through all of this. I love your fans. If you're listening, you're a fan. Just like, I just want to say, I love you. Yes, same. <laughs> I yeah. Too. I mean, I know that you do. <laughs> yeah. This is great. So we both have a question we want to ask you simultaneously okay okay how can i become a porn star <laughs> so what well, is your advice for someone yes. who wants to start their own porn or only fans page well i would say like you all you have to be like realistic about the risks because you know I like to say with the cancel culture, people like to use someone to scare other people, right? So it's like, if you start an OnlyFans, look what happened to Sarah, you know, and I'm just here to say like, what happened to Sarah is going to be the biggest blessing in my life. So you don't have to worry about me, but you do have to be like thoughtful and considerate about how it might affect your employment or whatever. But I would say started page. And the nice thing is like start a page for you. And then you can worry about growing it. Do do whatever you want to do. Try things out. Test kinks out. One of the things I know you guys had mentioned, like a lot of your listeners are married. Some of my favorite fans are the married couples because they get to voyeur. They get to bring me into their marriage virtually without like having that real threesome yet. And I just think it's such a fun way for married couples to like spice their sex life up. I remember I posted like one pussy picture. Like I put the camera like down underneath me and I had posted it and I got the message actually from the wife of the couple. And she was like, that's the picture my husband and I have been waiting for. So oh I would God. say like, <laughs> this is just such a beautiful way to test things out, explore things. You can do it at your own pace. You can do it with your partner, you know, and do it's it safe. Without. You don't have to share body fluids with any random person, right? It's you have yes. information. Oh, you're, you're information. Like somewhat private, right? You yeah. are. Lots of people use like aliases and people talk a lot about like, why are people on OnlyFans? But the stories are honestly so interesting when you talk to like different fans and you find out why like uh, you know one man he recently became widowed he wasn't ready to go out and really having sex in person but he saw it sexual needs so he found an outlet on OnlyFans it was beautiful you know another man his wife has early onset dementia mm -hmm. and he said to me he's like listen I don't feel comfortable initiating sex with my wife because of this but he's like but I can come on OnlyFans I can explore this I can enjoy your content and you know the nice thing with that is like there there's a connection aspect that you don't just get from watching porn right you get to talk to the content maker you get to have this intimate experience with them I do video chats as well uh one guy he was like 27 I think and he was a virgin and so it was like, it was kind of this beautiful experience because we got to like have this sexy, fun uh, video chat experience. 
And, you know, I kind of hyped him up and gave him some like some good feedback on it. But you don't know where people are in their sexual journeys. You know, it's not for us to judge, but it is good for us to give people healthy outlets, healthy ways to express it, healthy ways to explore it, healthy ways to heal it, and to be able to own their sexuality and not have any more shame around it. I I just really appreciate the work that you're doing and then also how you're taking the message outward to talk about empowerment and healing and all the, and I know we didn't even get to the sacred sexuality piece. We need yes. to wrap this up, but I know That's that okay. you've incorporated that in there as well. Yes. Um, and you know, and you're inspiring people. You're not like, Hey, everyone should do porn. <laughs> and if you want to do you know, porn or erotic work or be a sex worker of some sort, as long as you're choosing it for yourself, there's a lot of really beautiful things in there. So I, I just, I'm, yes. I'm really touched and moved. And I just, I really appreciate everything that you're sharing. And I'm, so we talked about like, OnlyFans and I bet right when we end this call, April and I are going to be on your page. So, you know, okay, uh, yes. <laughs> but so how can people find your page and and work with you? Like, And I know that you also off, you're, you're doing more. I, and also, I want to say, I'm, I'm so excited that this happened six months ago and we actually, yeah. it's, it's so fresh for you. So thank you so much for coming on our show. But I know that you're doing work outside of just OnlyFans. You're actually d- sharing this message yes. a lot of places. Can you share all of these pieces for our listeners? Yes, of course. So I do have a website, www.sarahjuree.com. Sarah with an H, J-U-R-E-E. Uh, my OnlyFans, I kind of went with the teacher route. So it's love underscore Miss Sarah with an H underscore VIP. It's the best $9.99 that you're going to spend <laughs> today. Okay, baby. And and I did just get this beautiful opportunity to become a podcast host myself. Oh, and so awesome. now, yeah, thank you. Welcome, welcome. So now I've been bringing OnlyFans models on, talking about their stories, humanizing them, talking about all the good things that are happening on the platform. Uh, you know, and I still call myself a teacher. It's just that I get a bigger classroom now. You know? <laughs> I'm hot for teacher, I have yeah. to say. Like that Van Halen song, right? Was that Van Halen from the 80s? Yeah, I use that I'm a hot lot. for like, teacher, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is something about a teacher in that whole... Remember, Amy, when we were in New Orleans and we went to the strip club and... This is the, it was a schoolgirl. The stripper was a schoolgirl, but that's teacher-oriented because yeah. I was like, yes. I'll be the teacher and yeah. you be the schoolgirl. I'm going to send you to the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just love power play that kind of stuff and that's what it feels like whether it's a professor teacher and um I've never hooked up with a teacher everyone not not in real life right here yeah the digital life anything is possible the metaverse Sarah Jury needs your own space right there Jury that's that's what I said Sarah Jury I said it like like a First, I was like the jury. Uh, So everyone check out Sarah's work and uh, keep us. Is your podcast live, by the way? I just started like doing my very first couple episodes. Yeah. Okay. What's it it called? uh, It's called, yeah, Circle City News out of Indianapolis. There was a lawyer that I reached out to about the revenge porn. And I was like, listen, that blogger has nothing. It's not going to be helpful for me to sue him. But I'm looking to like reclaim uh, my power and my story in this. And he was like, I got this podcast. I need a new host for it. Would you want to do it? So I also write blog articles for him on sex work and, um, you know, 
I used a butt plug a couple of weeks ago. So I wrote an article about that. So like all of these issues around sex. And I feel like it's so trailblazing in Indiana because I feel like, ee, 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 you know, I'm here to kind of <laughs> shake it up. I said, let's get sexy, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> and the name of the podcast is, wait, Circle. Wait, what did you Circle call Circle City it? News. Circle City News. With surgery. With surgery. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. I feel a little bit more comfortable about what OnlyFans is offering. I always felt like slightly uninformed about it. I was like, yes, OnlyFans sounds great, but I don't know a lot about it. And I'm happy that it it's changed your life. I know for a second it felt for the worse, but now for the better, and it's opening all these new opportunities for you. And who knows you're teaching probably the masses and helping more people than you were able to in the school system in your local town in Indiana. So I'm appreciative of that. And uh, sometimes you don't know what, what life has to offer you and until shit happens and it feels heavy, but then it turns into this beautiful storm and the rainbows appear. Yeah. And so do the butt plugs, this, the butt rainbows plugs that have like so well, be crystals in the, the, in, in the, in the crystal, base. Yeah. 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 I want butt bling. Well, uh, grat- gratitude for you and your your crystal uh, booty plug. And <laughs> to all of our beautiful shameless sex revolutionaries, whether you're just listening for the first time or or the fifth time or you're an avid listener, we love you and we appreciate you opening your your ears and your mind and even your heart, maybe your pussy or whatever genitals your you're booty. rocking, your booty hole, whatever that looks like. Thank you. Please go ahead. If you just have two seconds, go and review us on iTunes and Spotify. That helps more people find the beautiful humans out there that are revolutionizing sexuality in so many different ways. And we're grateful for you. So thank you. And I don't want to say ciao for now because I'm going to miss you all so much. But we'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com and for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.